Hi guys, support for today's episode is brought to you by Hey You. Hey You has top shelf reality content. With over 6,000 episodes from over 200 shows, we're talking the Kardashians, the Real Housewives, including the international franchises, because if you have not gotten into the Real Houses of Melbourne, you need to. And you can stream it from your TV, your iPad, even your phone. My favorite feature is the download and go option, because you can be on the subway where there's no Wi-Fi and be keeping up with Kim. It's pretty awesome. Lately, David and I have been falling asleep to true crime. There's literally all types of reality TV on here. So check it out. You can get a free month on us by going to www.heyyou.com backslash thirst. Thirst is with a Y. Now, let's get started with the show. The thirst is real. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Thirst Talks. I am your host, Anil Joshua, and I am on the struggle bus this week. We just got back from a trip from Palm Springs. It was my first time there, and I do have to say, feel as though it was overhyped. Everyone was like, you're going to love it, you're going to love it, you're going to love it. And I just feel like that kind of overhyped it. I didn't hate it. I had a great time. I just... I don't know, it wasn't the most like magical place on the planet. But yeah, it's been an exhausting weekend, but here we are, another Thirst Talks Tuesday. I just have to tell you, you need to go on Netflix and watch American Sun. It is a powerful, powerful movie, and I think Kerry Washington is going to get an Oscar nomination. I hope so, I hope so, I hope so. So if you're new to Thirst Talks, one, thank you for being here. Two, if you're returning, extra thank you for being here. A moment of gratitude for you guys who have just been following me on this journey. I'm super excited. We have a great conversation today with Julie Vu. As you know, I try to leave some kind of nuggets of information of things that are helping me, whether they motivate me or inspire me. So, I mean, I just am on this path where I want to hustle hard while I'm young, while I have the energy. I just don't want to be in my 30s and being like, oh, wow, I wish I did that in my 20s. And I know that age shouldn't matter. That's just how I feel. I have the energy now and I have a newfound power. Not power. I want to say a newfound fire inside of me. And I'm just ready to just swing for the fences. Is that That's a baseball reference, right? Yes. Swing for the fences. Yes. Uh, so this leads me to my who said that quote of the week. Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? So this week is from Jay Shetty. He says, we are defined by the stories we tell ourselves. So that really struck. I read it this morning. I try to read something inspirational every morning and kind of kickstart my day. But it brought me back to this really, really powerful book I stumbled upon. It's by Peter Ash. Peter Ash is a gay Toronto writer, and he writes this book called The Story I Tell Myself, How Self-Narratives Define Our Identity, Hold Us Back, and How We Can Change Them. It's really one of those quick, powerful reads. I think that, you know, I read shit a lot of times, and it doesn't stick. This was one of those like life-changing realization books that you can kind of put into action because you really have to go inward and reflect on the conversations that you have with yourself. And really the premise of it is, is that if you keep telling yourself all of these negative things, you're going to be in a negative headspace, essentially. He says, we are powerful storytellers, telling ourselves our most impactful story of all. By understanding and changing our story, you can make real positive change in your life. 
Use your own story to learn, grow, and achieve what you want. So it's kind of like a self-narrative moment. I've really just been kind of taking all these negative thoughts. I talked about it last week about how I'm on this negative thought diet where I'm just like removing them instantly and just flipping them into a positive. But this kind of takes that a step further where you really have to look at the stories you tell. When you look in the mirror, what are you telling yourself? Which leads me to my second point and something that has been really impactful for me and it's cleaning out my Instagram. I think that if for me personally, I was following all these like hat instathats and they have like their great bodies and they're chiseled and I was like, it was making me feel some type of way about my body. So I, I would just suggest that like go through Instagram, unfollow people that make you feel critical of your body, that make you feel critical about where you're at in life. And it's just like toxic. So I just went through, unfollowed a bunch of those people, started following some more inspirational type feeds. And then I'm just limiting my time to Instagram for one hour a day just so I can like really stay focused and not be distracted by all these outside influences. So yeah, that's what I would say is really check out Peter Ash's book. Really look at the stories that you're telling yourself and clean out your Instagram. It really, really, really made the world's difference. Okay, now to today's Thirst Talks conversation. It is with Canadian transgender woman who significantly gained attention by chronicling, 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 yeah, chronicling her male-to-female transition on her YouTube account, Princess Jewels. Her channel has earned more than half a million subscribers. She grew up in Surrey, British Columbia, began transitioning from male to female at the age of 19. She represented Canada in the Miss International Queen pageant, which is the largest transgender pageant. And I just have to say, she has such an infectious confidence that it, 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 I, I don't know how to describe it. It really is that bitch energy. Like she walks into a room and you're like, she's that bitch. And you know, as I'm working on this thirst talks and the format and stuff, this is more of a free flowing conversations. I kind of just asked things that came to my mind. We're hoping to get it all segmented out with future guests. So yeah, without further ado, here's my conversation with Julie Boo. As most of you know, I do not cook. I just can't do it. But thanks to HelloFresh, cooking is made simple. Dave and I got into this horrible habit of ordering takeout almost every day, but with HelloFresh, all the ingredients are delivered to your door and they're perfectly measured out. And I love this just because when like an ingredient would call for parsley, I would go buy a bundle of parsley, but it would only need like two spoonfuls. And then I would have all this parsley in the fridge that would just go bad. So I love that it's like perfectly portioned, ready to chop. It's just super, super easy. And what's also great for us is that we travel so much. So you're able to be flexible with your plan and choose when you want it delivered. And they're so good. What's really cool is you get some world cuisines in there and I'm gluten free. So they were able to accommodate that. And we were able to cook a home cooked meal in 30 minutes. And it's just nice, you know, in this world of like being connected and on your phones all the time, it's nice to just have a home-cooked meal, put your phone away, look at each other, and have a conversation. It was a really cute date night. You should definitely check out HelloFresh. You can get 50% off your first box of HelloFresh if you go to hellofresh.ca backslash thirst. Remember, thirst is with a Y. That's hellofresh.ca backslash thirst. Thirst is with a Y. Check it out. Send me photos of your creations and the home-cooked meals that you make, and maybe we can all just be on a path of just eating better and stop ordering takeout. It just burns your credit card bills. So check out HelloFresh, and now back to the show. 
All right, I am here at Buffer Festival 2019 with Julie Vu. Hi. How are you? Good, thanks for having me. Oh my God, I'm happy that you're here. We've yes. met before, right. twice. This is your third Buffer? I've been here for like six times already. Six times? Yes, but I think I've seen you like for three. Yes, I've only done three. Yeah. Um, six times, wow, six. good for you. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I'm gonna toss it to you because you have a very impressive resume. Sure. I want you to walk me through <laughs> all of the notes. Yes, my name is Julie Vu. Um, I'm a creator, LGBT activist. I represented Canada in the Miss International Queen pageant this so cool. year. And I was just recently in the Sephora Canada campaign. Oh my God, talk to me about that. That's the one that's been like plastered yes. everywhere. Right, everywhere. So is modeling something that you wanted to do or just kind of happened? I've always wanted to, but it ne it, I never got serious into it. Gotcha. It just happened and I'm so grateful and fortunate that yeah. it did happen and are you gonna continue with it like I now would love to continue with yeah it. I would love to you're gorgeous you need thank to you. thank you uh, so this is your sixth buffer yes you're premiering something this festival walk me through what you're premiering and then I want to just know what's special about this project in this year right so I'm premiering a film called lost and found okay um, it's inspired by true events um, of high school days. Like your high school My days? My high school days, okay. yeah. So I, I detransitioned for this film. So I had to like no makeup, I hid my hair, I had to um, flatten my chest, oh my God. bind my chest. It was really hard and difficult. And I'm kind of like, oh, it's never, it's never good to see that. Yeah, because. You know, I transitioned to get away from it. Yeah. So to play it and to see it, it's kind of like a little bit haunting. But do it, do it for the so craft. So you obviously had the concept and the idea, but it's sounding like it was harder to actually it's execute hard. and it's watch it back. Definitely. And I know that like I know I have friends that have transitioned and stuff and they say that it's almost like a death of a twin in a way mm -hmm. to other societies, right. right? And you're coming through and you're now identifying yourself. This is who right. I am, this is me. Yes. Um, and now we're seeing in this day and age that you know, now people are acknowledging proper pronouns. We're seeing it on like government right. forms. We're right. making all those right moves. One, what does that mean to you? And two, like, what do you have to say to people that kind of don't get it yet? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's definitely important. I'm glad that we're being a little bit more sensitive to people who want to be recognized as something else. Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely good that we ask people if you're unsure what they go by. Yeah. Um, I always make sure so people are comfortable and happy and you don't yep. step on you know, the wrong toes and stuff. What should you do if you accidentally, you know what I mean? I would apologize, yeah. I, apologize. I would feel really bad. I, I've done it and I've, right. it's like almost like a gut punch in a way because right. I never want to make somebody else feel uncomfortable. Exactly. Um, but sometimes, not that it goes over your head, but right. society has conditioned us right, for sure. to fit these molds and now right. the molds are shattering. So yeah. um, it's just a really beautiful time, but a scary time as yeah, well. Yeah, it's just very, we're all shades of gray and it's really hard because everybody identifies as something yeah you just don't know and you have this and it's okay yeah it is know. okay, okay you know. know sometimes you just gotta apologize and yeah you know it's good to be educated and to learn more yeah there's always room to learn 100 percent. and speaking of that you have this obviously huge platform yeah. do you feel any pressures to like you know what i mean like maintain yeah, kind of what you just said like education absolutely. kind of like 
advocating, of course. Absolutely. Like, how do you handle that pressure? Honestly, I don't know even how I handle it. I just <laughs> take a deep breath and just wing it. Like, I wing my eyeliner, girl. Like, I don't know. I just, you know, there is pressure, but I'm just going to live my life and go by my rules. And if there's something that's deemed like something else, I'll try my best to bring it to light and educate others. But I feel like I do have a, um, yeah, a pressure to... It's kind of cool though. It's such a, you're able, you're probably changing lives that you're probably not even yeah, aware of, which right. is probably really cool and special. Yeah. So what about this film do you want people to take away Lost and Found? Um, I think it's happening more and more often how, you know, coming up to a best friend and being accepted, it's happening more often. Whereas yeah. back in the day, being gay or being trans was super taboo. Mm -hmm. You know, now you see these special videos on YouTube of, you know, guy best friends you know asking the gay best friend out for prom and it's like a huge thing yeah. so it's kind of like that just being more educated and accepting and learning more um i want people to realize that it's okay to be different it's okay to have friends who are different yeah. and it's the 21st century i think we're moving in a direction where it's getting better but slowly but surely yeah we still have a long way to go definitely um, do you wish that you were born in this generation? Were you a Gen Z, or are you happy to be a millennial? Um, I don't know, that's a tricky one. I mean, people in this generation are super lucky. Yeah, right. But I feel like I had, I needed to go what I need to go through to become the person I am today, to 100%. be strong. And I'm, yeah. I'm glad I did. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, because it's just like you see people like yourselves being able to kind of touch these lives of Gen Z that we right. didn't have as millennials, right. you know what I mean? Right. I've never seen a gay brown oh, man absolutely, absolutely. ever um, on television, you know what I mean? So I just think it's special, but it's almost like, I almost feel I hope they don't take it for granted in a way, you know what yeah. I mean? Like there's still a fight that needs to be fought. Definitely. Do you ever, um, you know, like we're seeing a lot of, it's just really sad, but trans people are being killed. Right. Nobody's really mm -hmm. talking about it and mm -hmm. I get that we're doing cool rants on Twitter we're doing yeah. Facebook posts we're doing Instagram posts but when it comes to like the legislation and the right. people that are really pushing the paper we're not seeing much mm -hmm. one I'm sure it's so frustrating to see because I'm frustrated too but what it, what do you think we can be doing to contribute to making this change and bringing awareness to this I think just starting more conversations just having conversations like this like essentially. this and yeah. getting the word out there and really pushing for equality and and yeah respect yeah, for trans women basic human respect exactly and i'm so glad that big companies like sephora are having people like me yeah being the face of sephora and really pushing uniqueness yeah I have two questions you can tell me if I'm crossing the line okay the first one is, is do you ever feel fear when you're going out with everything that you see in the news I do and I I mean yeah I do yeah I do but I just haven't experienced it much a lot of people say that I have passing privileges yeah so I don't know what it's like to 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 get that kind of hate or to be judged, but I do. Like I, yeah. I get clocked all the time. Like I'm not perfect. Yeah. Um, but people say I have passing privileges. 
And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't like within the trans community right. now that this passing word mm -hmm. is kind of like a toxic word in a way. Like it's yeah. almost like... Yeah, you don't know what I've been through. I've been through my awkward stages. Like, you know, I'm not perfect. Yeah. I've had my days back in the day. Like I've been through it all and I still go through it. Yeah. I go to the washroom and I'm so scared still in the back of my head that, oh my God, people are going to clock me and tell me to get out of the washroom. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, I still get scared. Oh, it makes people, me so sad. I know, I know. But you know what? You're out there, and like you just said, you're being you. You're living yeah. your day-to-day -day life, right. and that's all you can do, and people yeah. are getting inspired by it. So, I mean, thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. I, I just, it, It's just a sad time, but it's only going to get better because there's no other option. Yeah. Um, and then my second question is, is obviously Sephora is a very equal rights brand, but are you seeing other brands, I won't call any out, but they're just checking a box for LGBT. They're just trying to get a trans individual. They're trying to get a black gay man. Like, do you see that and do you get frustrated with it? And as a creator, do you try to not associate with those brands? There are some brands that I believe in and some brands I feel like that's how I feel. Sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, like this pride this year, it's like, this year, more than any other year, there's so much pride campaign and every company's doing it and you can't walk through the city without seeing pride and rainbow and I feel like everyone's just doing it because it's a trend yeah. or something like that and that kind of frustrates me. Yeah, it's just almost as though it's, it's like corporate but I can't really say anything because it is kind of helping. Yeah. You know, getting the word out. But I know, like, deep down, they're just trying to get us on their side and to make more money and stuff. But. So, how do you make that decision? A brand comes to you, right? They want right. to work with you. You're right. a creator. Um, they're obviously trying to work the LGBT angle, right? How do you kind of decipher, like, this um, is a good fit for me? I would have to do more research on the company and the people who are involved and just their history about it. So the individuals kind the of make The individuals, yeah, I would like to see. Yeah, because at the end of the day, business is a relationship, a human relationship. Yeah, it's, it's, a, tri it's a tricky one. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm sure that like, especially with your following, it's almost like, do you want me because of my access to my followers? Or do yeah. you want me to check a box? Right. Yeah. What is one thing that you would tell somebody that is having a difficult time with transitioning right. and like you know, something that you wish you were told? I would say that just to not lose hope and patience is key. Patience. It's not going to happen overnight. It's, it's a long process. You're not the only person that's transitioning. Your whole family is. And just, just try to be understanding of others as well. Yeah. Um, I know that when I first started, I just wanted everything to change right away and yeah. people to call me Julie ASAP, but it, I, it just wasn't going to happen. And only time is really going to change everything. 100%. It's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. Yeah. So, so don't lose hope and just hold on to it. And patience. You're right. Yeah. Patience and keep is fighting important. And keep fighting for yourself. I love that. Um, okay. Let's shift gears to social media. Okay. What is your favorite platform? Instagram. Instagram. I love it. I'm a very artsy person. I like to take photos. I like to travel. I like to share things like instantly. Yeah. I know for YouTube, you gotta like you know edit, upload. Yeah. It's not like real time, real time. I see what you're saying. How would you rank them? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. What's the other one that I missed? Snapchat. Okay. So Instagram number one. YouTube. Facebook. Twitter, Snapchat. Snapchat and Twitter. Snapchat. I don't Twitter. use Twitter. You don't use Twitter. I'm slowly not using Facebook. 
Yeah, I'm done. Don't really use Snapchat. Yeah, they're kind of dead, really. I just use Instagram and YouTube. Yeah, fair. I'm scared. I'm scared all these platforms are going to die soon. Like, what is the next big thing? I don't know, and I'm scared. Are you on TikTok? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I do not get TikTok. I've tried. It's just, it's a Gen Z thing. Yeah. It's probably how our parents felt when Facebook first came along. Like, what is Facebook? Yeah, I don't know. It's so, it's scary. Um, Do you get hate? How do you handle hate? And what would you tell somebody? Like, because I always say, like, everyone's like, delete, unfollow. But I, there's a sting that happens. Yeah. You can be the strongest person in the world, right? I agree. Um, And there's a sting that happens. So I'm kind of over this advice of, it's all, it's fine. Like, haters gonna hate. You're doing something right. But there's that sting, right? Like, how do you get past that? Honestly, I'm just one of those people. I just honestly ignore blocking completely. I just I don't You're even. You're by it. It it has stung me before. Like there was a time where I just got sucked in reading these negative comments, and we are human. We all have thick skin, yeah. but there's there's one time, this one year, I got sucked in so badly. I just kept reading and reading. It became like this dark spiral. Yeah. And I was depressed. I deactivated my YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, everything. I went offline. Um, I was depressed. All my friends were worried for like a month. Really? It got to me so bad. I was like suicidal. But after that, I was like, I just, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. So every time I upload a video, I know that there isn't going to be any hate comments because it's still fresh. Yeah. And then the next day or a week later, the hate comments will start like coming in. Like that's when all the weirdos are coming. And that's when I don't read the comments. I'll read it for the first day, next day, and the next day. But after that, I will never look at the comments. Yeah. Huh, I have to protect myself. Yeah. Yeah, because it's almost like they're hunting. Yeah, I'm not gonna like, give it to them. And yeah. on Instagram, I will like. There's an option where you can block keywords. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So all the words like tranny, faggot, all these like bad, meanful words, like I just like hateful words, like I just block it so I don't see it. You're not even exposed to it. No, it's just block and delete. You you said that with such conviction. I like it. You're like. No, yeah, I really, I really don't. Well, I, it sounds as though you had to go through the darkness to kind of mm-hmm. get to this yeah. spot. So if you're in a darkness, getting wrapped in and sucked right. in by the negativity, there is a way out. Yeah. There really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of changes with social media now, right? Especially as a creator, it's like right. almost like a, it's your job, right? Yeah. Do you still have fun doing it? I wish you guys could see the facial expression right now because it, it's not just you. It's uh, it's happening with creators across all platforms right. where it's the job and the business right. is overpowering the fun. Slightly. I've been doing it for like seven years, seven, eight years now. So I've yeah. been on YouTube for so long now. And at the beginning, it's been so much fun and I still have fun creating it, but like my number one platform is Instagram because yeah. I don't know why. Like I love making videos when I travel and stuff. Like I upload those, but I'm just gonna be honest. It's slightly fading away. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, no, I, I commend you for being honest, and you're not alone in that statement. Yeah. Do you do social media cleanses? No. No. I mean, I. For YouTube, I kind of took a break. Yeah. I traveled and try to find myself and just trying to find what it is what my purpose is and so I think I might get back into it but I did take a small break from YouTube yeah yeah because I try to do like I'll do 48 hour cleanses or like right. if I'm 
away for a week. I just yeah. like stockpile my photos. And that's been helpful for me. But everybody, I do recommend you finding how to balance it. Mm -hmm. Right? Like everybody has their own way of balancing. Yeah, there's, I'm always on Instagram. But for YouTube, there's like breaks in between. Yeah. Yeah. Do you just get a wave of inspiration for your next video? Is that how it comes about? Or yeah. is it like, oh, I'll travel with more inspiration and I'll just find what works. If you could be creating whatever you want, money's right. not an object, Okay. what would you be creating? Traveling videos. Travel, so travel's Travel. where your heart is. Like there's this series that I want to pitch to Netflix or something, it would be transgender in. Transgender okay. in India, transgender in Korea, transgender in Vietnam, yeah. and see how a person like myself and how people around me react to me in that city or country. Yeah. Because I've made a couple of transgender in India and those got really, really popular. Interesting. Because people like India and transgender, like in one, they're like, wait, what's going on here? So was this you meeting trans individuals in this country or you just... Just me. Just me you. as a transgender inv individual in India. Telling your story. Sharing my story and me just living life and seeing how people react to me and stuff. Isn't that like kind of scary? I like that though. You get the thrill. It's an I adrenaline. I get the thrill. Yeah, I feel like chaos is my calm. Interesting. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I I say I like organized chaos. I like it. Interesting. For some reason, I just love the loud vibrance. I just love crazy. Like that's where I'm at the most peace. Yeah, interesting. Crazy? That because yeah. a lot of people it spirals them into like. Yeah, no, I love it. Where would you want to go in your next destination? Any pick? Next destination, I would love to go to Egypt. Because okay. I know it's dangerous. Yeah, it is very dangerous for any LGBT individual. Right, right. It's a place where people are like, you can't go there. So when I'm like told not to do something, I want to do it even more. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I remember in high school, there was that Delhi situation about the rape on the bus. Yes. And I was always told never to go to Delhi. And that's the first time I heard of Delhi. And I was like, I am going to go there. I'm mm. going to go there and see and check it out for myself. I've been back like three times already. Oh wow. Yeah. Do you just have a connection with India or it's just you almost wanted to challenge it a little bit? At first it was a challenge that like I fell in love with it. Like gotcha. first time I went to India I was so scared. I was like, oh my god, like I'm so scared. But then I fell in love with the people. Um, I, vi I visited some slums and you know, I was like, these people don't have much but they have each other and they're so happy and that just warmed my heart and I was yeah. like, wow. They're beautiful. living. That living is and they're happy and I was like, wow. Yeah, they're not double tapping. Yeah. They're just in the moment. Yeah. Um, I like to call social media like a alternate reality mm -hmm. in a way. How do you kind of literally in your day-to-day -day life keep a balance? Like, are you like an hour a day or there is no method? I just wing everything. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, eat, sleep, walk, film. Let's just do You're it. You're in the moment. I'm in the moment. I need to do that more. I'm in the moment. It's very hard to do, but good for you. Yeah. Uh, is there any dream brands that you would want to work with? Like you have them on your bucket list, like you're like, I'm coming for you. We're going to do something. More like makeup and beauty brands. Yeah. Definitely. So makeup and beauty brands for the modeling side of it. Right. Traveling for your self-fulfillment. Right. That's like a... Yeah. It's a good balance. Mm -hmm. What was the first place you traveled that you were like, okay, there's something to this traveling madness? Thailand. Thailand. Love Thailand. Interesting. Yeah. I've been to Phuket. I haven't done yeah. Bangkok, but I, I heard it's Bangkok. very different, the two. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have you been to Thailand? Seven. I was. I just got back from Thailand. I went to Thailand Seven. for two weeks, and then two, uh, three weeks in India, and what, now I'm here. 
is your, oh my God, I don't know how yeah. you're like wide awake I, and I still looking gorge. Oh, thank you. Um, how, um, what is your nationality, sorry? I'm Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Yeah, I was born in Canada though. Okay, so you're a Canadian. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do you speak Vietnamese? I do. And your family speaks Vietnamese? Yes. What if, tell me if I'm crossing any lines though, what is your family relationship and have they been supportive? Um, at the beginning they weren't. Okay. But now they are. They're very supportive. Oh my God, I'm amazing. very blessed. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Traditional Vietnamese parents, and now they're very accepting. So I'm happy. That's it's, really it all great. takes time. You time. know, at the beginning it was like hard, and I it was so dark. I was suicidal that it just didn't accept me. But years after years, they slowly, gradually accept me. And now they fully do. Oh my God, that's great. Yeah, I'm time. Really happy for you. That's Thank really you. great. Uh, so I want to talk about, and once again, I like to just have kind of conversations that are yeah. like tough. But as a minority, we're both minorities. Yes. Yeah. Do you think that we're moving forward? Because to me personally, I still don't think that we are as fast as we want. I think that it's almost like there's a wave and it's not consistent. And I'm just curious to know what your thoughts are. And like, are we moving forward? Um, like you see like, okay, crazy rich Asians. Right. Fresh off the boat. Oh, there's an right. Asian sitcom. There's an right. Asian romantic comedy. Right. But like, like, what are we doing to sustain it? You know what right, I mean? Right, true. And I just, I wonder what that next wave looks like. And I'm just always curious to talk to other minorities because it's right. like, oh, yay, Slumdog Millionaire. When have we ever seen a brown male lead since that isn't a yeah. terrorist? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I agree. I'm just curious to see. Like, I, I'm unsure. You're unsure. And do you feel pressure to kind of advocate for your Vietnamese community? Do you think, like, you, there is. you wear it, like... There is a pressure and I don't. And people always like come for me about that. They're like, really? why are you repping like India? Why aren't you repping your own country? When can we see you in a traditional Vietnamese gown? Why are you wearing a sari? Why are you always in India? Really? Yeah, they come for me. I'm like, I know my country. I want to explore different cultures yep. and life is too short. Like I've been to Vietnam. I, I speak the language. I want to challenge myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to learn Hindi. Yeah. Yeah. I want people to be like, wow, what? Yeah. You know, so um, there's definitely a pressure, but I'm going to live my life. This is my life. If you want to follow that. me, then you follow my, the, my, the way I live my life. I'm like going to take that away because yeah. I kind of am like an overthinker and I'm trying to do all these mm -hmm. things. But you're right. If you just wake up and be, yeah, it probably right, people leaves. who love you and will follow you and just believe in you. Yeah. It's really yeah. special. I'm happy that we had that conversation just because for me sometimes I'm so caught up in like mm -mm. trying to do this, trying to do no, that. You need to make yourself happy. You need to be yourself and you need to live your truth, whatever it is. Yeah. Can you can't we talk live about other this people. be yourself advice? Because yeah. in maybe we can break it down a bit. But for me, it's always like, okay, like be yourself, be yourself. Yeah. Be, oh. Girl, I don't know who I am on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like that's who you are then. <laughs> I'm just lost on a Tuesday. Fair. I just feel like it's almost like, what is a way, or maybe we can kind of give like a tangible tip. Like for example, we talked about it in my previous interview, and they said journal and meditation. Mm -hmm. Like, do you have kind of like a be yourself tip? Like you just look yourself in the mirror or something, and you're like, this is me. You just wake up and be. You're just like a badass bitch. I love yeah, that. Yeah, no. You wake up, moisturize, exfoliate, put on that foundation, girl, and just live your life. I used to be so insecure and so self-conscious about myself in public and everything, but literally I can look polished, but I will do, 
I will just work down the runway in yeah. the grocery store at yes, the ice cream aisle. Like, I don't care. And people look at me like, what? I'm like, what? <laughs> Hair flip. Yes. Yes. Good for you. I'm, I don't you've know. like just are just like inspiring me, which is thank nice. Thank you. I don't know where this came from. I used to be so shy and sheltered and so scared, but now I'm just like. How recent was this like awakening? It seems. I don't know. Like a year. A year. Oh, so it's fairly fresh for you. Fairly fresh. I'm like surprised. And you're on the I other side of it, and it's better. Mm -hmm. I I started since the new year. Actually, I took up dancing. I just challenged myself and pushed myself more, and I feel like that has helped me really built my self-confidence. Yeah. I've never danced in my life. At the beginning of the year, I was like, New Year's resolution. I actually stuck to it. I'm like, I'm going to take a dancing class to keep myself busy every week. Yeah. Um, if I'm not making videos as often, what else am I going to do? Just sit around and do nothing? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take up dancing. Um, so I just started to dance more. Find something that you're, you're passionate about and you're curious yeah. about and just give it a shot. Yeah, because why not? Yeah, why not? So I started to take dance and that helped me with my self-confidence. Really? Yeah, it did, yeah. That's really good advice. Mm -hmm. Like find whatever it is. If you want to be an yeah. archer, go Just to archery it. classes. Try it. Yeah, you have to find that outlet to kind of yeah. expand who you are a little bit. Exactly. Oh my God, you're like giving me like a yes, confidence no, yes. boost here. Let's do it. Um, so we don't have much time left. I feel no like problem. I just like almost want to like have you back yeah. and really digest because I think that you don't even see it and like you guys can't really feel the energy in the room right now. Yeah. But it's 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 just like a stillness and a confidence that yeah. I like want to embody. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not envious of it because I want to get there, you yes. know. Um, but I would love to just break that down a bit. Yeah, coming with a new perfume, confidence. Yes, <laughs> you really should. Um, <laughs> I think that. that there's really just such power in that, and just the way you're out there doing what you do. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much thank for taking the time. Thank you so much, I appreciate it. I know you're busy, it. she's international, she's oh, booked stop. and blessed. <laughs> uh, so I'm just happy that we were able to connect. Yes. And then I hope that our paths will cross again. Yes, for sure. Um, uh, where can people Instastalk you, find your YouTube? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Miss Julie Vu, and okay. on YouTube it's Princess Jewels. Isn't she just so great? I love Julie. Make sure you're following her. Check her out. She's doing a lot of really cool travel stuff, you know, documenting her transgender visibility in places like India, places she was warned to not go. I just think it's really, really cool, really powerful stuff. So if you're not doing so already, please subscribe to Thirst. We do two episodes weekly. We have a reality tea episode, which covers my favorite reality TV shows, usually around Drag Race and Housewives, of course. That's who I feel I am to my core. And then every Tuesday we do this, a Thirst Talks episode. Maybe write a review if you liked it. Please don't write a bad review, of course. Just keep those thoughts internalized. Um, give us a five-star review, of course, if you liked it. You know, we live in a number society, so the more reviews, the better. And if you're not doing so already, follow me on Instagram. It's Anil Joshua, A-N-E-A-L Joshua, across all platforms. A moment of gratitude for you for checking us out and listening. And we will be back here next week. Always remember, the thirst is real.
hello to Hey You and get the reality shows you love all in one place. It's reality 100%. Get new episodes the same day they air on TV. Plus, past seasons too. From Love Island to Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Never miss a moment of the shows everyone's talking about. So iconic. Get Hey You and stream or download more than 7,000 episodes anytime, anywhere, ad-free. I love that. Head to heyyou.ca or download the app to start your one month free.